Hello and welcome to the official first episode of the Infinite Universe podcast. My name is Payam Riazi. Before we move forward, I just want to spend a moment and just say thank you. Thank you for taking your time out of your day and your ears to listening to this show and the message that I am humbly sharing with all of you. For those of you who aren't aware or don't know who I am, my name is Payam. I was born in Iran, and my family and I moved to Canada when I was seven years old. What I came to find out when I was younger was my name actually means message when it translates to Farsi. And I always found that really interesting, but I didn't really know why that is or whatever meaning that I was trying to give it. I just really couldn't put the pieces together. And what's really amazing is it wasn't until... Later in my university years where I was able to cross paths with plant medicine, mushrooms specifically, that I really started to align with why my name is Payam and one of the main reasons that I chose to be here on earth at this moment in time. And in simplest terms, it's to be a light and share my message. The things that I share throughout the project of this podcast, they may be new to you and they may be very out there. I am in no way trying to enforce you to think like I do. I'm in no way right or wrong. This is just my truth, my compass that guides me and the wisdoms that I am really vulnerably sharing are coming from a place of love and truth. And all I ask is to Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Let's get started. The topic I want to talk about is what and who is God? Is it external to us? Where is heaven and hell? What is heaven and hell? And what do we do to find this connection that many of us live and try to fulfill? From my experiences, God is within all of us. You see, many of us like to think about God or this higher power as something almost out of reach or distant from the vessel that we have on this planet. And truth be told, God, the universe, Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, Allah, these are all concepts of the same truth. And from what I've learned is we are all just energy. We are all extensions of this higher power experiencing itself through a single focal point of our individual life experience. And what's really beautiful is our lifetime, which is this incarnation, is not our whole life. Our whole life, it's this continuous moment, this continuous momentum of life and energy and in this lifetime the truest gift is to recognize our own light it's to recognize that we are extensions of this higher power whatever you want to label that power a lot of times as you listen through me speak all interchangeably use the words god or universe but in my eyes and in my experience It's all the same thing. As branches are to a tree, as fingers are to the hand, to the arm, to the shoulder, 
we're all a part of this mechanism, this machinery that makes life possible. The machinery that shines this sun that we see that brings warmth and light to our world. The machinery of gravity, how thousands and thousands of years of our ancestors survived for this very moment for you to be born and for you to be able to listen to me talk over this device that you're using. How many tragedies that your ancestral line has had to go through for you to be here in this very moment. How much adversity, how much struggle your family line has gone through for you to be here. That is nothing short of a miracle. And what's amazing is that we all pray for miracles, not recognizing that we are the miracle. Life is precious. We are God. There's a famous saying by Paul Selig who says, God is in everything. God is in you. It's in me. It's in our enemies. It's in shit. If we're all connected, then that means that God is our unifying force that connects us all. It's the common denominator that can unite all of us together. And with this understanding, what's so beautiful is that many of us see God in a different way visually. You see, this higher power, God, the universe, it's so expansive and it's so intricate. It's not one-dimensional. And when we bring it back to religion, from my view, it's this higher force, it wears different characters to appeal to different people. Because my life experience, my journey being born in Iran and being an immigrant in Canada and going through the things that my family has suffered through, the poverty that we've suffered through, the adversity of being an immigrant in a completely different country as a kid, there's different things that I've experienced. And maybe in my eyes, in my vibration, the universe has to come to me in a way that I'd be able to adapt and integrate its beauty. And for someone else, this universe may come through as Jesus. For somebody else, this universe may dress itself as Krishna. And for someone else, Allah. And for someone else, Buddha. When I start putting video to my podcast, you'll notice my tattoos. And I have this beautiful, my left arm is a, is a Buddha sleeve. Now, what's really cool about me is, again, I'm not one-dimensional. I have a Buddha sleeve, but I don't necessarily pray to Buddha. I just like to pray to the universe. Sometimes I pray to Jesus. And that's a concept that probably is weird to hear, but it's what I do, and it's how I navigate my truth. And I'm not one to be ignorant enough to say, my God's better than your God. My God says this. Your God says that. We're missing the point. God, this higher power, the universe, he has to dress himself in different costumes. It's the same music, but with a different melody to reach the 8 billion people here on earth. And with this wisdom that I've shared I want to bring it back down to 
our day-to-day self. You know, when we easily cast judgment on others, when we're triggered, when, when it's so easy to hate, we can feel those emotions. But after that, we can breathe and understand that that person is me in another body. He or she is an extension of me. No matter how weird they may seem, no matter how fucked up they might be portraying themselves, that person is the universe expressing itself as me through this vessel in front of me. And what's amazing with this type of thinking is you are able to calm your ego down. You are able to see past the barriers that are put up by society to divide us because the more we're divided together, the less we're able to unite and unite our power, our God-given power because we are God. The more we fall into these facets that aim to point out the differences, the differences in our skin color, the differences in our religion, the differences in how we dress, It's all surface level, illusionary shit created to separate us because I firmly believe that we are powerful beyond measure. We truly are real. We are walking miracles. The fact that everything that you've survived in your lifetime alone, the mere miracle that your parents, whether you know them or not, survived all of their hardship to bring you out into this world and you get the privilege to be listening on your computer or your phone to me, whether you know me or I'm a complete stranger, that is fucking amazing. The fact that you can go out and see the sun today, the fact that you can breathe, the fact that your heart is beating right now, the fact that your lungs are working without your conscious attention, the machinery that's within inside of you, the way your cells work, the way your gut works, all the chemistry that you don't consciously put attention to, you are literally a walking miracle. But why don't we see this? Why are we so consumed with fake shit? One of the lessons or more so insights that I gained during one of my ayahuasca ceremonies was I look around the room. I believe this was a moment after our first night. We were going to like a walking, uh, sorry, a talking circle where everyone gets to share their experiences. And as I was observing everyone, I realized how not only similar we are, but in truth, it just, I had this awakening that we're all running away from ourselves, me included, by the way. So I'm not judging. It was this awareness that through the emergence of technology, through the emergence of when the phones were wired, we were actually truly free. And as soon as the the phones became wireless, we became wired to it. It's so easy to go into this consumption energy that we run away from ourselves. We run away from the depths of our mind that would actually free us. Alan Watts used to say, the only Zen you'll find on top of a mountain is the Zen that you bring up there. How powerful is that? 
The only Zen you'll find at the top of a mountain is the Zen that you bring up with you. No matter where you try to escape to in your external world, no matter how consumed you are on your phone, scrolling on social, you'll always go back to you in the end. And you can never run away. And I think that was a really sad moment for me because not only did I realize in what areas of my life I run away from and witnessing it with all these people around me, it really sparked this push for me to really start sharing my message because that is why I'm born in this lifetime. So as you go about your day, just take a moment. Just take a moment and name three times in your life that you thought you wouldn't survive, that you couldn't get through. And give yourself praise that you did and that you made it another day. And you pray to whatever higher power resonates with you and just thank the higher power. It can be something like this. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for giving me the strength to persevere through the adversity that I've been through. On my darkest day, when I thought I'd sink, you made me realize that it was just a seed put into the soil and I'm sprouting out. I'm blossoming. I'm going towards the light. I'm going towards the light by being a light. And to take it a step further, try and think about one hardship that your parents had to go through to get you to this point in life. It could be your parents or anyone who was directly there to raise you. And keep in mind, there is no comparison here. We are all on different journeys. We're all on different roads, but those roads all come to a single place because on the last day here on earth, we all go home. We all go to unity. But between now and then, we can try our best and be the light even when there's darkness around us. And that's the most important point. That's the most important part that you can do is on the day that the weight is the heaviest, that when you look up and down, front and back, and you're in this endless pit of a tunnel, you remember just because you can't see the light, you can be the light and start to emit an aura of change. And once that happens, and once you can do that, and you see the beauty that lies within you, and the power of love that can transmit out into the world and shift the fabric of your reality, and you're able to shine that love to another person's heart, you begin to change your world. My mother always said growing up, she said, it's really easy to make someone sad. It's really hard to make someone happy. And I, I heard this all the time. And, you know, as I come to understand 
what this means for my beautiful mother, it's easy to point a finger at somebody. It's really easy to say, fuck you. But it's hard when you're down and you think you're out and you're eating shit and you're paying your dues every fucking day to lend a hand to someone else. That's fucking hard. And that's what she means by that in my eyes. As we wind down this podcast, I just wanted to thank you. Please take a moment and thank yourself for being here today on earth. Thank yourself for being a light for change. Thank you for being a light for change. I hope you have a really great day or a great night wherever you are in this world. And until next time, peace.